Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Winning. Kick. Weekly. Smith for the win. Runchy K. Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome to week one of college football on Winning Picks Weekly. As always, here with me, I'm John. Here with me is Greg and Chip Murphy. And honestly, I just want to get straight into it. First, we got to talk about how Sam Hartman is about to uh, (laughs) (laughs) challenge everyone for the Heisman. We're going to talk about Notre Dame and if anyone's Mind has changed on that. And then we can get into Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday college football. Love it. Love Sam Hartman. So I'm with you on that, with you on the Heisman thing. I was already, I was with you last year on Sam Hartman. So I'm all in on Sam. I love Sam. Is it going to be this? uh, I know I'm thinking way too far ahead, but is it going to be this Caleb Williams? Sam Hartman won in number two pick going on next year in the draft with Bo Nick sneaking in there at, at number three. You think or Sam Hartman is going to be in? I don't even know. You guys would know way more about the NFL than me. So is Sam Hartman even an NFL guy? I don't know about that. If he wins with Notre Dame, he's, a, he's an NFL guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if he's a first round guy, but yeah, I think I think he can make his way to the NFL. A lot of people have in the past few years. Not everyone's made to the actual roster, but. I hope he does. He's a winner, man. He's and he's clearly like I know the worry was that he was a system guy at Wake, but I know it was that look Navy sucks, but dude, Sam Hartman's clearly legit, and he's the best quarterback they've had in a very long time, at least since Jimmy Clausen, probably more since Brady Quinn. I think he's better than Jimmy Clausen. So we'll see, man. So let's go, Sam Hartman. Looks like Caleb Williams uh, has something to say about the Heisman himself. USC looking good. And let's jump right into Thursday. We have, in my opinion, what was going to be one of the most important games, one of the funner games to watch in Utah versus the Gators. That looks like it's not going to be as fun because Cam Rising is not playing. Greg, you still have a play on this game? Yeah, I'm going with the under in this one. I thought the under was decent play before. Um, it's obviously dropped to 44 and a half now with no Cam Rising and tore his ACL in the Rose Bowl, I think, last year. So still working his way back from that. Um, you know, I, I liked Utah going into this. Um, I like the under, man. Last year, these, these guys played, I believe, and it was two years ago. It was ugly. It wasn't great, but it was a fun game at the end. Um, I think this has all the makings for Thursday. Starting off the season a little wonky. Backup quarterback for Utah, you know, an under 44 and a half. I think I got a few unders this week, and I think it's all just based on these guys kind of getting their feet underneath them. The first week, we're not sure exactly what we're going to see out of everyone. We saw with USC on week zero, like they thought we thought they were going to come out storming. That defense looks terrible. So 
you never know what you're going to get. It might go to the might go to the over because the defense is bad. But I think these guys pride themselves, at least on Utah, I think a little bit more on the defense. So give me the under that one, 44 and a half. I can't yeah, believe I think Sard is going to have trouble scoring for sure. Wait, but okay, well, Chip, I want you to go off on that, but I also want you to talk to me about this minus four and a half because we were talking about Utah a little bit, you know, in the conference. <laughs> if it's only four and a half now and we're not so confident about that without Cam rising, is Utah about to lose the conference and get in week one? No, I think Utah's actually, I have Utah minus four and a half. I think people are overreacting. I think it's been up and down for a while now, that line. It opened up at 10 and a half and it was seven and a half. I think yesterday we're recording on Thursday, Wednesday and it was seven and a half yesterday. It moved to four and a half today with the rising news, obviously. But I think Vegas has known obviously something's up with rising for a while now. And that's why it's shifted so much. Utah, I don't think has officially announced he's out, but I don't think they're going to lose. I think people are really overreacting because it's Florida. If they weren't playing the Florida Gators, people wouldn't be going so hard on this line. And I don't know. I just think Florida's not that good. You know, Greg, you mentioned last year. Last year, the Gators had Anthony Richardson. Yeah. And he did some really special things in that game. I agree with you. It's going to be ugly, but I don't know. I know I saw a couple people talking about Graham Mertz on Twitter and, you know, how he may flourish in a new spot. And I know, like, John's guy, Bo Nix, has got a lot of people thinking that that's a thing now. And Michael Penix at Washington has got a lot of people thinking that's a new thing now. Guys who struggled going to new places. I'll believe it when I see it with Graham Mertz. You know, we saw Michael Penix have some really good moments in Indiana. Same thing with Bo Nix at Auburn. I just don't say it with. I think you said the key word there. It's going to be ugly. Yeah, yeah, right. Utah and Florida. That favors Utah big time. I'm Florida, I think, will have a big-time problem scoring. They have one of the toughest schedules in the country, Florida. I read an article yesterday. Uh, I think it was some guy from The Athletic was like, he doesn't think Billy Napier is going to make it through the season. I think it's going to be an ugly year for Florida. And they, I think Utah covers the four and a half, backup quarterback or not. Okay. What else you got on Thursday? I got all of the games on Thursday. I love the Thursday and Friday games. I'm trying something different this year. I always, I always have just done, at least for this week, I have always done the, all the research, all the preparation, all that stuff and look where it's gotten me. Yeah. So this week I'm trying to just go with my gut and not overthink things and just be like, okay, this is what I thought I should do. I'm just going to go with it. So right away. Dangerous territory. Hey, don't think, is, just throw, Chip. Just get it done. <laughs> get on the board. This is what I'm doing. Yeah. Utah minus four and a half, I already said. Nebraska plus seven. I love Nebraska. <laughs> I love Matt Rule. Yeah, okay, okay. I know, I know, I know. But I have I love Nebraska, and this that was my thing. Yeah, right when I, I, I looked up, I researched in Minnesota, it was like PJ Flex. PJ Flex record as a home favorite is really good. And I, a lot of information says that I should be taking PJ Fleck in this situation. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fade myself here and take Nebraska plus well, seven. No, this is fine. This, that, 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 that passes by me. Minnesota stinks. Nebraska's yeah. on the way up. You love Nebraska. Take them week one. And once you fall flat, yeah. flat in your face, then you'll learn to stay away from Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. So okay. Like yeah. <laughs> UCF minus 35 and a half against Kent State. Kent State's probably going to be the worst team in the country. That's pretty self-explanatory. And then UConn plus 14 and a half at home. 
I just like that. I think NC State's going to struggle at the beginning of the season with a new quarterback and I think new offensive coordinator too. I know Brandon Armstrong will probably get better, but as the season goes along, but he's been banged up for a while. I think it'll take a, a minute to uh, get going. And UConn has a pretty good home field advantage too. So I think it, I think it'll be a tough game for them. Yeah, I know. I, I UConn last year, I think to start the season killed me at Utah State. I was like one of my yeah. best bets. I was watching that game. They're definitely a much improved team. Uh, who's their head coach there again, Chip? Mora. Is Jim Mora. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely improved the program last year. Hopefully it takes that second step. I think they're selling a ton of tickets. You know, they're kind of not, not just push over like many teams have been, how many of their teams have been in the past. So 14 at home. I like that. All right. Let's jump to Friday. Greg, I know you have at least one game on Friday. What do you got? I got Central Michigan plus 14 and a half. Um, Got to ride with my Mac boys. Got to feed Chips, Michigan State. Battle for Michigan, <laughs> Central Michigan, Michigan State. You know, give it to me 14 and a half points um, to start the season for Central Michigan. Love it. Love it. Yeah, Michigan State. I know you saw saw for Central Michigan. I know you hate Michigan State. Yes, so. exactly. I love that one. And I obviously I have that one too. So Yeah. <laughs> Why do you like um, to pick though, Chip? Besides hating Michigan State. Besides that, I also do like Central Michigan. Actually, it's not just about hating Michigan State and thinking that they're overrated again. I also do like Central Michigan. I like a lot of the MAC teams this year, yeah. but Central Michigan is one of the ones I typically like. They run the ball well always, and Michigan State's just always overrated. I, I'll, I know they blew them out. Uh, I think last year, but I know I think. Central Michigan under and Central Michigan's very well coach. Jim McElwain's very good coach. So I don't know. Nice. We'll see. Mm-hmm. All right. For my Friday game, I am going to with the Georgia Tech because number one, Louisville stinks. So I don't know why they're minus eight and now they're minus seven and a half and why that's moving. That makes no sense to me. Plus the money line is plus two thirty for Georgia Tech. We have two new coaches. They're playing at Mercedes-Benz Stadium with the Falcons play, so a neutral spot. Uh, they got smacked by Ole Miss last time they did this, so don't tell me they have experience playing. <laughs> I got, I don't know. I, and that was Matt Corral, who happened to have just got cut today by the Carolina Panthers. So mm. tough look. I like Georgia Tech. They got the Texas A&M uh, quarterback from the portal. Uh, their running back's really good. Uh, Lamile Brooks, I think, is the the, the defensive back. Uh, who's been a beast. So I, 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 I've been, I'm going to sneaky watch Georgia Tech this year. Plus seven and a half. I think that's honestly a steal against Louisville. I'm with uh, you well, on that. What? I got that one. Georgia Tech. Yeah. I think I took Louisville's under. Yeah. And I, I think they're so overrated too. Yeah. Like, uh, I, I don't get, I know their schedule is weak, but it's, it's the first season with Brom and look at Brom's. Yeah. I mean, I all the stuff that I said about him in our preview episode, like, <laughs> I think they're going to be totally overrated, and uh, I love Georgia Tech here. People are forgetting that Georgia Tech actually ended last season pretty strong. So I think Louisville's overrated. I agree with you on that. All right, let's go. Uh, What do you have uh, for the rest of Friday night, Chip? Uh, Hawaii, I got. uh, I, I loved them against Vandy, and I love them in this one. Is that at Vandy? 
in that stadium? Uh, that be this one, is, uh, this one is against Stanford. Oh, okay. uh, the Vandy game was week zero. This one oh. is at Hawaii, too. I got Hawaii money line actually against Stanford. I, I like uh, I that as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about taking the over two, <laughs> but uh, I think I'm I think I'm getting a little greedy with that one. I'm I'm just gonna stick with the money line there. <laughs> okay. Is that it for Friday? That's it for Friday. Yes. Oh, okay. All right. A little bit of shorter slate. All right. I know. Uh, I know that means Saturday's gonna be uh, <laughs> a bit <Yes>. lengthy <laughs> from, your, from your side of things. Greg, why don't you start us off uh some Saturday noon games that we should uh keep an eye out for, especially on the betting side of things? Sure. I mean, first one, uh, Chip mentioned uh, on Thursday, or I think definitely on Friday, some big-time favorites. I tried to stay away from those on the Thursday and Friday games. But I'm kicking off with Tennessee, uh, minus 27 <laughs> against Virginia. I just don't think Virginia is going to be very good. Um, Tennessee obviously loses, loses, uh, Hendon Hooker this past postseason or whatever into the draft. He's up in Detroit now. And, uh, you bring in Joe Milton, who has just, I think, one of the strongest arms, if not the strongest arm in college football. So, um, seen him throw the ball a few times. Accuracy's a problem. Getting, getting the ball out on time's a problem. He has a lot of things to improve on, but. I think this Tennessee team is, they're building something there. It's been a few years of success. I think they keep it going. 27 and a half at home. First Saturday college football game at noon. Ready to roll. As some would say. Chip, you have any thoughts on that or uh, you want to move on to another game? I'm not betting that game, but I think Virginia is going to be terrible. I also think that Joe Milton hype is a little bit out there. We haven't seen him play an entire season very well yet. So I think that hype's getting a little out of control. I also think Virginia's going to be absolutely atrocious. So I, I don't think yeah. it's impossible that Tennessee covers that spread, especially at home. So I just remember, was it Joe Milton two years ago when they played Pitt with Kenny Pickett? I think the two of them were just going back and forth. I can't remember if I'm making that game up in my head, but I just remember one day just watching Maybe. it on my phone doing something else. I was just like, dude, they're going to score 100 points this game. They were just going down the field, down the field. <laughs> Might have been him, but I I don't know. Before, i just like to see him put like a string of games together before we go crazy. I know yeah, that my, yeah, he my, has my, the arm, he has the arm, but he's been in college for a long time. And yeah, my dumb gambling brain, I can't get that one game out of my head, Chips. Maybe you're saving yeah. me from something. I hear, we'll I hear you. I'm going with my <laughs> dumb gambling brain all all week. So we'll see. <laughs> yeah. All right, give us another game that your dumb gambling brain has you betting at noon on Saturday, Chip. Well, TCU minus 20 and a half. I just look at that and I'm like, so many people love Colorado and I don't get it. They, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole team, it's a bunch of new guys that are thrown. I don't even care about Deion Sanders. It's a bunch of new guys that are being thrown together that don't know each other, that don't know how to play together. It's a coach that doesn't care if they get along or if they know how to play together. He's just. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's an accusation. That's uncalled for. That he, he, said, he said but in an article today he doesn't care about, uh, I don't know, whatever the word, uh, culture, not chemistry, yeah. culture. He doesn't care if they get along or if they're not, they don't need to be friends, obviously, but he doesn't care about the culture on the team. It's, I don't know, man. I, I like TCU. I, too many people are on Colorado for whatever reason. I, I want to hear why you like Colorado. 
Okay, well, first of all, everybody from TCU is gone. So the TCU from last year just is not walking through that door. So I, I, I agree with you that I would like to fade the hype trade for Colorado, like taking the under for season total wins. So I'm, I'm with you there. But 20 and a half is a little bit disrespectful, in, in, in my opinion. We'll to see a team how, that went 1 and 11 last year? Yeah, it's just a completely different team, like you said. Like you just said, you can't, you can't, you can't compare last year's stats and then, and then also at the same time tell me, oh, there are a bunch of new people put together. So who knows what's going to happen? Like, yeah, but you have or. no idea what's going to happen. This has never been done before. That's the, my old point. Like you're, you, but I guess you think that's a good thing. I think that's a bad thing, right? Is I mean, not, not long term. Maybe not. I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't believe in TCU at all. Oh, okay. So that's what it's more that. Yeah, and twenty and a half. We're talking. That's a lot. That's a last year spread. Like last year, that spread would have been twenty and a half, maybe twenty seven and a half. But don't you think maybe that says like maybe Vegas knows something about TCU? Maybe they're better than we think. Nah, I'm going Colorado plus twenty and a half. Let's go, uh, Greg. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, I like Colorado too. I mean, I'm fading TCU as well. I think they got. I think they got. I mean, just a ton of lucky wins. Oh, I think the TCU disrespect, man. I mean, it's just a fact. I mean, a lot of close wins, I should say. Maybe not lucky. Maybe lucky is not the right word. They put themselves in a position to win the games. They actually went out there and won the games. But, I mean, you're talking about kicking field goals as time expired with no timeouts. Your team's running out there, getting set, kicking the ball. I mean, that's as close as it gets, Chip. So They were in <laughs> position to win the games, though. Yeah, they were, in yeah, they were with Max Duggan, who's good <laughs> last year, but, again, just got cut in the NFL. It's not anything special. Well, he's not an NFL quarterback. but <laughs> Right. So, you know, and they're replacing him. It's a new quarterback there. So, it's just, you know, I, I think to John's point, it's a little bit of like a hangover from last year with this spread. I think it should be closer to 14. Listen, and Travis gets one pick. It, this spread's done already. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And again, Travis Hunter is the best player at the college level. I mean, we'll see how he plays at Colorado this year, but I mean, he was going to Florida State until Dion stepped in. Two way player. He's absolutely electric at Jackson State last year. So let's see how he translates. I, I just like the upside here. I think the, like you said, John, I think the line's a little off on this one. So I don't think they're going to win outright, but give me 21 points. I'll take that. <laughs> All right. Give me another okay. game here, uh, for the noon, for the noon time. I'll go quick and easy. Iowa under. We talked about that all last year. The number kept going low. We agree on that one. Under. <laughs> <laughs> 40, 43, 44. I don't know how we're doing best bets this year. It is my first best bet of the card. I'm not sure if we're saving them all for the end or if we're doing them as we go, but I'm doing it as we go here. So give me Iowa under 43, 44, whatever, the, whatever you have the line at. Um, don't believe in Utah State. Don't believe in this Iowa offense yet. People are talking about how Iowa's offense was like obviously historically bad last year, and it's a little bit of a fluke that they should be averaging. 13 to 14 more points per game. I'll just believe it when I see it. I mean, some of the spreads last year, some of the overs unders were in the, I think, 30s and stuff like that. Wasn't so, the Rutgers one in the 20s? I think, I think it, was it, was, 27, it was close. 28. Yeah. It's crazy. So, you know, here again, I think it's like a system reset. We're kind of talking about these things. Georgia Tech, not as bad as you think. It's not your normal Georgia Tech. TCU, maybe not as good as you think. I think again, Iowa. Offense not as good as you think. I give me the under and that's 44 and a half. I think if they played this game six weeks from now, the over under is like 30, 36. So who thinks they're good? <laughs> yeah, I don't think anyone thinks the Iowa offense, even Kirk Ferentz doesn't think the offense is good. He's complimenting yeah. punters. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, Yo, Iowa Punder, I've had my eye on him for years, man. Once <laughs> one year deal, next year, baby. I, I was looking forward to him this year, but it might be it might be a next year type deal. But that's that's for a different different day, different story, different podcast. Yep. All right, I like Fresno State plus four and a half over Purdue. That's that's a, that's the second game I'm taking in the noon, and, and that's it for really for noon for me. Um, there's a lot of fun games to watch. Like I'm excited to watch the Penn State game. I'm I'm excited to watch the UNC game. I'm excited to watch the Tennessee game, but I'm not. I'm just not betting them this uh, this week. I like Fresno State four and a half. They're they're one of my sneaky, you know, conference teams. So I'm just uh, I'm taking them plus four and a half. Purdue stinks, man. I'm I'm not worried about them. Um, I know they're favorites in this game. I'm taking. Fre- I'm just taking Fresno State here. Yeah, Purdue new coach lost a lot. That's a good one. I like that. You guys got um, anything not- else for the noon and um, flow it into the afternoon here? Just Northern Illinois plus eight and a half against BC because I said I, I said I was going to bet BC all, uh, fade BC all <laughs> year. Lame duck coach. I love fading that the lame duck coach. I think it's he's the on the way out. Yeah, and I think Northern <laughs> Illinois is actually pretty good. I also have a, a flyer on Northern Illinois to win the MAC. So, because every once in a while, Northern Illinois just wins the MAC. So, sure. like, sure. I think they can do it again this year. So, uh, yeah, I like Northern Illinois plus eight and a half. That's another noon game. Greg, what else you got for? Is UNC uh, South Carolina noon or no? Is that later? No, I don't. Trying to find that's it. A, that's my next that's game. Three thirty. I think that's at three thirty, isn't it? Or it might be a night game. Just talk that about it. Be. Go ahead. What do you got on it? Yeah, I mean, I just – oh, yeah, it is a night game. UNC yes. minus two and a half. I mean, uh, South Carolina last year, we talked about them a lot. It's a tough place to play at night. I don't know if 7-3 is necessarily night this early in the season. <laughs> um, defense was strong last year. Tons of injuries, though. So, you know, they're getting some guys back. But I just think that UNC minus two and a half uh, – I guess Carolina, a little rivalry there. I'm not sure if Chip, you have a feel on this one, but you know, with the is Drake May still there? Drake May's there. Like, why? <laughs> yeah, why? Why, why, there. why is it only two points? Wait, are you taking? You're taking North Carolina or South Carolina? North Carolina. You're taking North Carolina. Yeah, that is. I guess it's strange that it's only two and a half points. It is on a neutral field, though, right? I believe. I think so. they're playing where the Panthers play. Yeah. Okay. I. I got South Carolina money line. I'm a big South Carolina fan, big Shane Beamer fan, huge Spencer Rattler fan. That that's just the kind of player yeah. I like. Spencer Rattler. I'm rooting for a guy like that to succeed. Like I have a flyer on him to win the Heisman. That's he's he's my oh, guy. Man. I, I love makes, Spencer Rattler. That makes the Sam Hartman talking to me uh, <laughs> a little more diluted. It's just, here. A, it's just, <laughs> a, it's just a thing. I I threw five bucks on him to win the Heisman. It's just like a joke. With me, I got you. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. me taking Jared Verse. I got you. Yeah, yeah. I love. I like the guy. I'm rooting for him to do well. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to do well. And also, look, you. There's a reason UNC is only favored by two and a half. Greg, their defense is atrocious. Like every year, it's been bad under Mac Brown. I think Spencer Rattler should have a good game, like a really good game. I know they lost the running back in the portal. That's probably going to be tough. And South Carolina played, had a good, uh, good season last year, but they had an easier schedule. Their schedule is going to be harder this year, but 
I don't know. There's a reason it's only two and a half. I think they're just as good as UNC. I think, I don't know. I, I, I was tempted to take the plus two and a half, but I decided to just take the money line. I think South Carolina wins it. Yeah. I think UNC, uh, I, I, I think May is the deodorant to UNC. I think UNC is, is pretty, pretty bad this year. I think they're going to fall off, but it would be really crazy if they lose week one again in college football, especially you lose one game and it's over. Yeah, <laughs> for the yeah. most part. So UNC could lose their season in week one. It's just a crazy bet to take. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, especially because it's only two and a half. It's really like you have to win the game. Could wreck his Heisman campaign too if they lose too much early. Yeah, and it could hype up your, uh, <laughs> your Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler. All right. Let's move on a little bit here. Wait, Greg, you want to talk about Penn State? Yes, absolutely. Penn State minus 20. Oh, I like minus 20 and a half. I also, my best bet though is the under 50 and a half. We've talked about it. I talked about it earlier. I'm going heavy on the unders here. First week of the season. West Virginia, I talked about it in our preview. I just don't think they're going to be very good this season. I get it's probably going to be their, you know, they're going to start as strong as they possibly can. So it's going to be a little bit of a tough battle, but I just think Penn State, you know, if this defense is legit, if this team's legit and they have, you know, their sights on, you know, postseason play here and Big Ten wins, they're going to have to handle West Virginia. They're going to have to keep it low scoring. So um, under 50 and a half is going to be my second best bet of the day here for uh, Penn State. All right, you I like you, that one, too. Yeah, I like I that Penn one. State. I got Penn State there. Yeah, I mean, I got Penn State winning the conference. So I'm all over Penn State. Penn State can't be losing games uh, to West Virginia. They can't be keeping it close to West Virginia. And hopefully a team like West Virginia can't score on them. Like that's, that's, that's how you put a, yes. a dominant game. Yep. Yeah, I'm hoping cool it looks a whole lot like uh, Notre Dame. Yeah, that'd be nice. Another lame duck coach, for? by the way. Uh, are we doing we doing uh, night games or three thirty? Yeah, we're into the night. We're into the night. Night games. I got UTSA money line against Houston. I love that. I have that as well. Yeah, that line's been really weird. At one point, Houston was the favorite. Now, UTSA is the favorite again, but only slight favorite. They're minus one and a half. I think I don't understand yeah, why. I have my uh, plus one and a half. That's weird. Oh, on DraftKings right now, they're minus one and a half. Yes, yeah, yeah, no, line's real. That line's really weird. <laughs> I don't. Eleven, uh, nine days ago. Oh yeah, well that makes sense. Um. Yeah, Greg said you don't know why uh, Carolina's favored by two and a half. I don't get why yeah. UTSA would be uh, underdogs nine days ago against Houston. I think Houston's going to be bad. I think UTSA is going to be really good. Yeah, uh, they played. I think it was two years ago. Maybe last they had the. Maybe it was last year. They had that thrilling overtime game. It was multiple overtimes. UTSA should have won that game. Houston stole that game. It's also it's so a revenge game. I like you uh, like UTSA a lot. They're an underrated team. Uh, I think they win this one. I think Houston's going to be bad. And Dana Holgerson, I think hot seat coach for next year too. I love that, Greg. What another game? Give it to me. <sighs> All right. Oh, let's just keep it with the big big names and the big unders. I mean, I, I like Alabama. I like Alabama under 51. Again, another thing, I think this Alabama team goes back to a little bit more old-school Alabama, not the stuff we've seen over the last five years. I think we see a defensive first Alabama. 
I think we see it run the ball second Alabama, and then the passing game comes in when you need it, Alabama. So uh, I talked about it in our preview. I like Alabama this season. Um, so, yeah, give me the under again the first week of the season. Not sure exactly what to expect out of this Alabama offense. So under 51 against Middle Tennessee. I mean, if Middle Tennessee scores 14 points, that's, there's a problem. So give me Alabama. <laughs> yeah, that is that would be a problem if they score 14. I don't think they're going to yeah. score 14. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, give me the under 51. Okay. Yeah, I think Bama is going to roll on that one too. I have Bama minus 39 and a half. I love the the fav- the big favorites week 1, especially Bama. I know like you said it's a question mark their quarterback situation, but I love that. I got Wisconsin minus 27 and a half against Buffalo too for the same reason. Ooh. I think they'll come out strong week 1 with Fickle. I like that one. Okay. I mean, I like Wisconsin to win the West, but I feel like that's so a lot I. of points for them. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's it is. Lot. But they're playing a they're playing a new offense. They're not playing the same typical boring run all the time Wisconsin offense. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm so going whole, with- new, whole whole new system, whole new whole new personnel, all that stuff. That's good in Wisconsin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Down south to Colorado, it's a it's a huge red flag. Well, it's not whole new personnel. <laughs> It's not. It's not eighty new players at, at Wisconsin. So it's, so, it's so, it's per, so it's personnel for a system that we're not running anymore. Wait. Well, well hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Are you comparing Deion Sanders, who's never coached a Power Five game before, to Luke Fickle, who was in the playoff two years I'm just ago? Saying, I'm just saying, well, it's a completely saying, different situation. The guys in the locker room. Who would you rather have? Eighty new guys. Or twenty new guys and sixty guys that are here to run the ball and play defense, and you're trying to run an air raid offense. Eighty new. I would not. I would not have eighty new guy. I, first of all, I don't know what Colorado's offense is, but no one does. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. No, I don't think they do. But that's <laughs> throw, Travis Hunter, tra- throw Travis Hunter the ball a lot. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But no, I want. I think Luke Fickle brought in a lot of new guys for the air raid offense too. I don't okay. think it's. I don't think it's all guys from last season. So I think he did a lot of work in the portal. I think it's a lot of new guys. Okay. He, I mean, he brought in Mordecai from SMU to run the what offense specifically. What a name. Great name. Yeah, I love it. No, I like Wisconsin, too. I'm just busting your chops, Chip. I, I, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I love Nickel. Don't get me wrong. I love I love Cincinnati for years. Shout out Sauce. So I think they're going to be good. I just don't know about week one, so I'm staying away. Shout out Sauce. This sounds ridiculous. I'm on him no right context. away. <laughs> Shout, out Shout out Sauce. Shout out Sauce. <laughs> Shout out Sauce. <laughs> All right. Um keeping it though, keeping it a Sunday night ish, Sunday evening. I got a battle for the fun belt brewing boys, and I feel like I'm on the wrong side, but I can't cr- I can't quit the green wave. I'm with you. South Alabama's supposed to be good. South Alabama's supposed to be this. South Alabama's <laughs> supposed to be that this season. They're over unders eight. Green wave, baby. They 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 rewrote it all the way last year. I think I had them week one. I think I bet them ten times last year, it felt like. I was taking two lane, two lane, two lane. Tajay Spears over in Tennessee now. Incredible, incredible get for them. Dude, I, I, I like two lane. My six and a half. The, their defense was stout last year. I think they're going to be good again this year. Um, quarterback stayed. Offense, I think looks okay. South Alabama. I'm hearing a lot about South Alabama. <laughs> 
I just don't know what I got with them. So give me what I know, Tulane minus six and a half. I love Tulane minus six and a half. It's on my card. It scares me though, right? Like what the six and a half I feel yeah. like Vegas oh. was just begging you to take it. Not only that that game and the Coastal Carolina plus fourteen and a half and plus four eighty money line. I mean, it doesn't make any sense for UCLA. UCLA stunk last year and they had their number one running back and number one quarterback go to the NFL. Like their defense was incredibly bad. Like their offense yep. was fun to watch. It was potent. Their defense was so bad. They have no business beating teams. If you could stop their offense even twice, you win the game. <laughs> like because their defense is horrible. So yeah. 14 and a half sounds insane to me. It makes no sense. I love coastal, but it's in the, that they're in the same boat with me for Tulane. I'm just going to put them in a parlay and just watch because either I'm completely wrong on both of them or I'm completely right about both of them. And I really don't <laughs> yeah. think it's because it's the same exact logic. We've been watching them for, I don't know, three years now, both these teams. Yeah. And every time they lose somebody, everyone tells me it's over, it's over and it's never over. <laughs> they, they're just, yeah. they have good solid programs at this point. No, I don't know too much about South Alabama at all, to be honest, but I do, I don't have Tulane on my card, but I'm thinking about putting them on there now. I love Coastal in that game. So always like, win. always like Coastal. I may put something on them to win, but I love the 14. And a, yeah. I love the 14 and a half though. Uh, I, UCLA did reload. Yeah. They got a really good running back from the Mac. And from they took, just took a nice mid-major running back, obviously. But yeah, they did lose a lot. I think they're going to be good, but it is the first game with a, a new quarterback, and I think they're playing three quarterbacks. So I think it'll be weird. That opened up much higher. I think it opened up like three points higher and went down a lot. So I think I know what you said, John. Like a lot of people are on coastal here, and that does make me a little bit nervous. But I think coastal is really good. I know Coastal has a new coach, but they did promote from within. So it's a guy who knows the system. Grayson McCall is a great quarterback. I'm I'm confident. I know they're going on the road, but I'm confident in this team. Yeah, going from right, going across the country, but you know they they've had three months to get there, so I'm not yeah, too worried exactly. for week yeah. one. I, I put Coastal Carolina. I whipped myself into such a frenzy over this. I threw them in a couple of parlays for. Uh, for the Sun Belt. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm with you on Coastal Carolina as well. Yeah. And, you know, this is a 10 15 game. So yeah. this is like, you know, late night trying to get back in here, take Coastal Carolina 14 and a half. You, you bank on that money line, hope for a miracle to get you back after a tough Saturday, right? You bet 30 games like in, in Chip's philosophy. Yes. I don't think just bet, right? Mm hmm. I also take the BYU. I also take point. the BYU <laughs> over forty-seven. I uh, I like where I like where BYU is headed this year. Um, only thing is, I don't know if Sam Houston is going to score points. <laughs> Hopefully, they do. The spread is nineteen and a half, which probably means forty-seven is right on that mark. So it's probably going to end at forty-six. But I'm taking the over again. Ten fifteen game. Ten thirty game. I'm 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 gonna be going back and forth between ESPN, Coastal Carolina, UCLA, and FS1, Sam Houston, BYU. Be rooting for Coastal Carolina and just points in BYU. So that's gonna be a fun parlay for me. Um, I'm that's gonna be fun Saturday night for me because like that's when Saturday that's when college football's back, man. When it's just like 10:30, a game's about mm -hmm. to start, and you know that when you wake up, 
the next day, there's going to be Sunday football. I mean, it's, oh, it's, it's coming. It's, it's coming, man. It's, it's coming. incredible. Dude, today when I was putting this together, I'm not even joking. Like, my palms were getting sweaty. (laughs) Ready to go. I was listening to Pat McAfee show, and he was talking about football, and he was getting me hyped up, and I was putting this together. I was putting the NFL preview together. I'm ready to go. I'm ready for football. We're almost here. The beautiful thing about college this weekend, being standalone, is we do get some Sunday games. Yeah. We do get some college Sunday games. So does anyone else have anything for Saturday? Because if not, I want to talk a little Sunday. I don't think just Vatek. Vatek minus 16 against ODU. Love that. Love that. that. Third and final best bet for me. I know Chip's going to love this one. I don't know if I'm saying that sarcastically or seriously. Rutgers minus six and a half against Northwestern. Yes, Northwestern is just so bad. I'm taking it. You have to bet Rutgers as a a seven point favorite. I never thought I'd see the day, but it's here. A big 10 matchup where Rutgers is seven point favorites. I never Rutgers. thought I'd hear you guys bet Rutgers uh, ever, day, baby. ever right in anything. I'm but so guys, ready. Northwestern is going to be that bad. They really are going to be that bad. I'm Those so tickets are going to be Rutgers, so cheap man. and easy to get. I may actually go to that game because they are. Even I, cheap. even I have gotten messages from alumni like, yo, you want to go to the Rutgers yeah, Northwestern game? And I like college football. I was like, I don't like it that much, man. I want yeah. to watch it on my television so I can watch real games. Yeah, it, if it wasn't on Sunday, I mean, there's no way I would go to that on a Saturday, of course. But, yeah, Rutgers, Rutgers is... Rutgers the only college football game I've been to, besides, obviously, Albany games. And then, Me too. growing up, we went to Army games. But yeah, there's my, not a lot of places around here to yeah, go. Yeah, my grandfather was like, they got this running back. You have to go, we have to go see him. So we went down to a Rutgers game. Was that right? Ray Rice? It was Ray Rice. Turned out to be a bad guy, but it was Ray Rice. It was cool in college. <laughs> Not it was such cool a great in college. Guy. It was fun to watch. It was fun. I went yeah. to a Ray Rice game, too. I also went to USC-UCLA last year. Caleb Williams. Oh, that's uh, sick. And uh, DTR. Yeah, DTR. And the running back. Zach C. Charbonnet. Charbonnet. Yeah. 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 Uh, so that was fun. But, yeah, the, the defense was atrocious in that game. <laughs> yeah. So, like right, what do you USC got? What do you game? got for what do you got for Sunday, Chip? Duke plus thirteen against Clemson. That would be phenomenal for me. That would be phenomenal. Get show show Clemson what's good. And I've always been a Duke fan, honestly, since Daniel Jones. But you know that's neither here nor there. You've been a Duke <laughs> football fan since Daniel Jones, really? I've yeah, but we've been watching it abandoned because they they cover spreads, Chip. Yeah, but well, Mike Elko, I think, is legit. And they covered last year. They were good last year. Like cover legit, spreads. That's all we yeah. need. I don't care if they yeah. win football games. <laughs> well, they covered spreads when Cutcliffe was the coach. Even yeah, they they always did. But no, I I also I don't despise Clemson. But <laughs> Dabo Dabo, I would love to see Dabo get humiliated. Always. Obviously, they're not going to lose this game. But I would love to see Duke keep it close. I think Elko's a great coach. He's a great defensive coach. And it's this Klubnik kid's first start. Like, there's no guarantee that he's going to come in here and dominate right away. I know he's a five-star recruit, but it's going to be a tough game. Like, Elko is going to have a good defense. Duke brought a lot of guys back from that defense from last year that was really good. So it's going to be a tough game for him. So Give me that I loss. Like, Give me that yeah. loss and open it up for Florida State, baby. We I, would, 
No way. I, I think I think Duke's defense is going to be good. I think Clemson's defense is going to be good. So I got the under 55 and a half. Yeah, the under's a good play too. I think it'll go under that. I'm surprised the total is that high. Yeah. Not bad. Okay. What else? What, what do you got for me, Chip? Sunday. Sunday, I got Florida State plus two and a half. Talk to me about this game, man, because this game, I'm not going to bet it. This is going to be my, I just need to lay back and watch some college football because the winner of this game, I just mentioned FSU, but I also have LSU. I mean, the winner of this game is going to change everything for me. <laughs> so I'm, I'm very excited about it. This is one of the biggest games of the college football season. Like whoever loses this game needs to run the table for the rest of the year or, or basically, or they're done, uh, especially Florida state. Um, yeah, I, I would, was tempted to take Florida state money line, but I do think LSU is really, really good. And also it's obviously a revenge game for them. Florida state is, I believe second and second or third in returning production overall. They're top five. I know. They just got everybody back, man. I love, I love that stat, especially for week one, returning production. And they brought back all of their top guys, pretty much. Travis is obviously back. Verse is obviously back. I don't know. I think Norvell's done a great job. He added a lot of guys in the portal, too. I don't know. He's got, this is the most loaded Florida State team in a long time. I don't think it's going to be an easy game for them by any means. I think LSU is really good. But part of me is also like, eh, is LSU a little overrated because they're in the SEC? Are we really overvaluing them a little bit? I also have a pick on them to win the SEC because, <laughs> because of this game. <laughs> so I don't look stupid. Gambling brain syndrome. Yeah, because, well, because I'm like, uh, well, if LSU comes out and spanks Florida State, well, at least I have them to win the SEC too. <laughs> like, then I don't look that stupid. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm taking Florida State here. Yeah, I'm with John just sitting back and watching. I'm going with the over, over 55, over 56, whatever the line is. I just like, I just want to see a good game. I want to see points, points, points. So that's what I'm rooting for. All right. There's one game that I missed on Saturday, and it's actually one of my best bets here, and it's Texas Tech minus 14 over Wyoming. Uh, that hopefully should be a blowout. Uh, Tyler showed the best quarterback in the Big 12. I don't know, maybe. Wyoming better than, better than Quinn. It's possible. All right, top two. Yeah, <laughs> like, maybe, I, I, maybe. Wyoming stinks. So uh, give me a minus fourteen. I think that'll be a blowout. I'll be surprised if Wyoming gets fourteen points. But we'll see. Texas Tech okay. defense supposed to be the best in the league, right? In the in the Big Twelve at least. Texas Tech. I don't know. This yeah, could sure. be a big year for them. Texas Tech's going to be good. I like the under in that game because I agree with you. I think Wyoming's going to really struggle. And that's pretty much it for me for the for for my week one college football. Did we miss any games for you guys? I don't. No, I don't think so. Oh, I, let's go. You know, every single one. Oh, Akron. I got Akron plus ten because I'm. What time is that game? Two o'clock. They're playing right. Temple. <laughs> But right. I'm, betting Ak- I'm betting Akron all nice. year. I nice took their two over- o'clock tip off. Yeah, I took their over win total, so I'm betting them all year. I don't care. Love Akron. Love hey man, that. no judgments here. I have a bunch of FIBA 
group that that same parlays that all hit right now. So I'm 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 just as hyped as you are. So no judgments on Akron versus Temple Week One football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that pretty much does it for our winning picks weekly NCAA Week One slate. Let us know what you guys got. I am so excited to keep track of our bets. I'm so excited to figure out what we did wrong this week, what we learned, how we're going to fix it for next week, which teams we absolutely hate and will never bet again, which teams we absolutely love, which games we are so mad that we didn't take because it was so obvious. I'm so ready to get back into football. But as always, we're on the Knicks, Jets, ETC period YouTube. Subscribe and like for us. That would be huge. We have the Jets playlist. Uh, We have the Winning Picks Weekly playlist and we have a, a Knicks playlist going on. Hit us up, Twitter, at JimMurphy7. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> winning Picks Weekly and at Malika. All right. Peace out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.